0: Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I am Phoenix J. Mariah, and I am just so excited about being here tonight uh, as we are continuing our series with Relationships or Relationships. Um, If you are watching us via uh, Facebook, please let us know if there is a delay in the park in the um in the broadcast because i am in the country so sometimes there is a delay uh with the wi-fi but prayerfully everything is going fine and everybody is able to hear us okay so with that being said if this is your first time joining us As I said before, my name is Phoenix J. Marai. I am a Reiki master, a spiritual alchemist, and soon-to-be yoga instructor and teacher, and I am very excited about that. Um, What this podcast is about, uh, the platform is F Trauma, and what F Trauma stands for is what it stands for, F Trauma. And what we are doing on this platform, we are speaking to individuals that are no longer afraid of... Um, of their trauma Being known Or in other words, let me say it this way They are not afraid Of speaking And voicing out uh, Their trauma And So I have two special guests With me tonight So the first thing I want you to do Is like, share And comment below To let us know that you are With us tonight so I am going to just start off with just a review, uh, a review <laughs> of some of the things that we've talked about over the next, over the past couple of weeks. So uh, we've talked about relationships or relationships, and some of the things that we've talked about, we've talked about your personal relationships or relationships, professional, purposeful, and spiritual, and one of the things that I like the most about this is that I've had to evaluate my entire being, my entire foundation, the relationships that I had, not only with my family, uh, with my friends, but business, my associates, and I mean, there has been a complete wipeout of things that uh, and people. And what I have found out is when things do not serve you, uh, they cannot be around you. And I am just so very grateful that God has given me not only grace, but he has had mercy on me uh, during this transition in time that I am finding out more about myself. So as I was saying to you um over the past couple of weeks i've been sharing with you and i ask you to go back and follow us on uh facebook for f trauma uh we also have a page scars heal and follow us as souls creating authentic rebirth spiritually and that's scars as well uh, but as far as the podcast you can find us on anchor uh f trauma and go ahead and look over i will not look over listen Um, To some of the past podcasts so that you can find out exactly what the different series are about So when we're talking about relationships and relationships um, I shared how uh, coming out uh, after my divorce um, I was just out there trying to find all types types of things And I uh, ended up in an entanglement And it was four years Uh, Before I realized that what I thought was a relationship was really a relationship Uh, It was nothing of value uh, that this man could offer me except for what was between his legs Um, There was no type of conversation Uh, It was, hey, what's up? You want to get down this morning? All right, I'll be over, see you later, text me later Ooh, send me a picture, ooh, what? You know, it was just very, very vague so I just thank God that I was able to open up my eye, my mind's eye, and see that that was not a relationship that I needed. That it was a relationship. So tonight, I'm just going to uh, introduce to you uh, some of the uh, one of the women uh, that is going to be on tonight so the woman that i am going to bring before you tonight is someone that has been um, in my life for a very long time Um, she has assisted and helped me in my spiritual journey she has assisted and helped me evolve as a woman and as a mother um, most definitely, I can say this woman has a heart of gold. She is very compassionate in all things that she decides to do. So who I'm going to introduce you to tonight is Tiffany Brooks, and she is from Arizona. Uh, Tiffany would like for you to know about her, uh, that she is living and growing beyond her perfect and imperfections. I'm sorry. I messed that all up. Let's start over. <laughs> Let's start over. That she is living and growing beyond her perfect imperfections while navigating her daily life with new vision and purpose. So what I want to do now is I am going to bring Miss Tiffany Brooks to the stream. Make sure to unmute yourself. I forgot to say that. Make sure. <laughs> hey lady. hey, lady. hey lady. <laughs> You have another computer on?
1: Is that better? Yes. Okay. How are you?
0: I'm well, how are you? I
1: am wonderful, darling. Thank you for asking. And thank you, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be a part of F Trauma's podcast. I am super excited.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here uh, tonight. We know this is a Friday night and at times, you know, our Fridays are are, uh, our moments to relax. And yeah. so, uh, I just want you to know that we are very, very grateful to have you with us tonight. And we just want to say thank you uh, for coming on. And we are so excited to hear your knowledge, your expertise, your oh, your stories uh, as we go through uh, relationships and relationships. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you, you have a computer or do you have another computer that's next to you or a phone mm-hmm. yeah you might have to just move it over just bad, man, 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 man. Is, this is this better, better?
1: is that better, 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 better
0: yeah we'll still have a little echo but it won't be as okay okay. okay so i'm just going to ask you first of all and like i said who who are you because people are going to be like who, who is stephanie brooks like I'm never, I don't know what this woman is, it's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you what? Say, uh, it really I, depends I, on I'm who I'm talking to and who's
1: asking. It, who's asking. But um, I am uh, originally from East Texas, born and raised. And uh, I hold many, 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 many titles. But the one that I embrace the most now is Woman i'm that before i'm anything else before i'm anybody else before i'm a wife a partner a a mother i'm a woman and so that's super important to me and i'm a woman that's attempting to uh bridge the gap uh that we have found that i know that i've noticed and a lot of other people have noticed Um, about female interactions and um, how we communicate and how we can grow together and heal together while creating safe spaces for everyone to be
0: vulnerable. All right. And authentic. Okay. Well, my second question to you is, what's your purpose in life? Uh, uh okay, can, okay. You can you hear me now yes. can you
1: hear me now yes. oh that echo. Yeah, that echo i turned my phone, turned my phone off. off. uh really my uh, really purpose, purpose in life, life, life is for me at this point for me at this point just to continue to grow and be a, a better right-minded person that can lead by example in everything that i do whether it's business pleasure uh families relationships friendships i just want to be a
0: beacon of light that leads by example all right oh beacon of light and we hear that all the time people are always saying i'm gonna be a beacon of light Light, light, i'm gonna let my light shine (laughs) (laughs) like in bible school we talk about this little light of mine oh lord Lord. i'm I'm gonna gonna let let it shine shine. yes (laughs) ma'am so when you talk about letting your light shine What part, what aspect of you are you allowing the people to see when you allow your light to shine? Uh, Right Uh, now to uh, be forthright, forthright my
1: vulnerabilities, vulnerabilities, uh, my imperfections, uh, my uh, my uh, my truth, truth, my my existence, uh, uh, just uh, embracing embracing who I am and living my life uh, freely freely without without, um, shame, without without guilt, guilt, without without any of those things.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Because, Thank you know, you. tonight, like I said, we're talking about relationships and relationships. Yes. So I'm going to just ask you to think about a personal relationship. And I'm going to explain to you what relationships are. I'm for sure you can figure it out what relationships are. Mm-hmm. So relationships are those It is those relationships that you thought were the best for you. And come to find out, it was one of the worst things that you could have found yourself in. Now, we all started dating, you know, 13, 14 years old. We was in love with the boy next, you know, next door, the young man over in the science class, you know, all that good stuff. But we're talking about in adulthood. When it comes to adulthood, like you said, with women. And we know when uh, when we get together, when I say we, I'm going to say African-American women. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's this stigma that's against us that, you know, we can't get along. And, you know, we always fussing and fighting and all these different things. So I want you to think about right now in your adulthood your personal, your personal life, whether it's a relationship or a relationship, what would you like to share uh, about the biggest lesson that you learned from your personal relationship or your relationship?
1: You know, uh, I'm sure people want to hear something really, really, really good and
2: juicy, but uh, one of the greatest
1: how shall shall I put this the biggest biggest relationship relationship that I thought thought was just amazing amazing. that uh could not be faltered was my relationship with myself and I thought that that I had had a great relationship relationship with myself myself, a great great love for for myself myself, a great great understanding for myself myself. and And I did not not. and Mm -hmm. when shit hit the fan things fell apart uh, there was no one to blame but me so that is personally the biggest one that I found out was a relationship until uh, I started doing you know my shadow work my own healing and then uh, now I'm in a greater relationship with myself but yeah it was a true relationship I was lying to my dang self <laughs>
0: mm-hmm So when you said um, being in a relationship with yourself, because I know that um, that's something that we're seeing everywhere, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, uh, Twitter, Black Twitter, every woman is talking about healing and finding themselves and how how they lost themselves. So when you talked about that was the biggest relationship and finding yourself and coming back to you, what is one thing? that you had to let go of in order to find yourself uh
1: probably my own will probably definitely my own understanding i had to let go of attachments i really had to rebuild myself i had to let go of everything that i thought i was what I, who I thought I was, what I thought I loved, what I thought I wanted in life, what I was willing to accept. I had to let all that go and realize, Tiffany, you might be the problem here. And uh, when I started looking at things like that and taking accountability for myself, whether it was um, in my intimate relationships, friendships, work, business, no matter what it was, when I started doing that, it it was a game changer for me because then when you're rigorously honest and you're really doing the work you don't have anybody to blame but yourself i know longer could blame anyone when i started taking that responsibility Other than me, and that was a powerful moment to realize wait a minute you're not a victim wait you had control of this all the time and just living you know in past traumas and old thinking will really screw you up if you are not careful and uh who said it yeah, jennifer, jennifer lewis, lewis said it, said it best that. if you, if you, you sit in shit, shit too long it stops stop smelling. smelling i in my, my
0: shit way, way too long, long and never and didn't it smell it anymore Ooh. all right all right Ooh, this is gets juicy but before we do that people i have another surprise for you I have another young woman that is seasoned, and she is ready to come on and share her stories about relationships and relationships. So now that you've heard from Miss Tiffany Brooks, we are going to bring on Miss Apostle Betty. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Miss Apostle Betty. And I said it like that because I said it like that, Miss Apostle Betty. Yes, I did. Because this is my first time meeting this woman. And I want you to know she is committed to her, her, her life to helping youth recover from trauma and thrive in this world as overcomers, not allowing past childhood traumas to prevent them from living a whole and fulfilled life. So... I would like for y'all to get ready as I bring on Miss Apostle Betty. Oh uh,
2: hi, Apostle Betty. Could you go ahead and uh, hello, hello. How are Thank you? you. I am doing wonderful, and I'm super excited about being here uh, with you and with Miss Brooks. This is so awesome. I love what you're doing oh thank you so much and i agree 100 i agree 100 f trauma (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: yes so as we've already had a chance to get to know miss brooks we're going to take the time to personally get to know you as well so as you know tonight's show we're talking about relationships or relationships now we all know what relationships are, and we've already talked to Miss Brooks just a little bit just to get to know who she is, so we can make sure that we, you know, use our time wisely. But when we talk about relationships, like we said with Miss Brooks, that that's those things, those those relationships that you thought that you were in, and you found out that they were just not the right relationships for you. So before we get into the first question of with the relationships and relationships, we just really want to know a little bit about you, Miss Apostle. And I'm going to say, Miss Puzzle Betty. Because <laughs> like, who oh, is this lady? <laughs> so we want to know who are you.
2: I'm known as Miss Betty around here. So that is quite all right with me. But I am from Denver, Colorado. Anyway. Is there an echo for me as well? Is there an echo? Yeah, okay. is, do you
0: have another device next to you?
2: I don't. I don't have anything okay. on.
0: All right, yeah, I'm moving stuff away from me because it just might be me. Okay, okay. i Okay.
2: Okay, well, born and raised in Denver, Colorado. I am a minister, an apostle. I am a full-time foster mother. I have eight children that reside with me now. Um, I'm a proud mother of three, and I am spending my life like, you read before you know helping children helping youth helping young ladies young men to recover and not allow their trauma to be their story because we've all been through it we've all been through it and you can't rest there you know and so because i've been uh someone that has been traumatized as a youth i understand the pain and i understand the you know, the brokenness. However, that's not your, com- your complete story. That's just a part of it. And if Amen. you have the proper tools, you can overcome what you've been through and help somebody else.
0: Yes. Yes. And, you know, as a youth, you there. the only thing that, and I'm going to say this, because when I talk about my inner child, I was sharing it at the beginning of, the, um, of the broadcast that my inner child I'm having to parent her because she wants to come out and do all these things and I'm like no we can't do that we're 48 years old and so when I say we as youth appreciate you because I can remember being an at risk, an at risk team and on the weekends I was fighting and doing all type of things but in school I was a nerd. I was making my A's and my B's. So no one never knew the double life that I lived. Mm. But as I grew up, it caught up with me. And so just I, we just appreciate what you are doing for our youth because you. all we need is a listening ear. We want someone to really hear us. And not just listen to us, but to hear us and respond with love. Oh, and I know that that is something that you do. So we greatly appreciate you for being a vessel in that lane.
2: Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am.
0: So you've pretty much answered what your purpose is in life. So you've answered that because that was our next question. What was your purpose in life? And so our next thing that we're going to ask you, just as we've heard a little bit from Miss Brooks, we're going to talk about a personal relationship or relationship. Now as we say, you in ministry, so I know. Woo! they bet I can only imagine some of the things that you have ran into. So this is kind of twofold for you because this is a personal, but it's also a professional platform that you sit on where you have different types of relationships. So one of the things that we talked about is as African-American women, sometimes we have this stigma that we can't get along. We can't sit in rooms together. We're petty, we're messy. You know, we talk behind each other's back. We always gossiping. So one of the things that I want you to share with us tonight is what is a personal, either one, or if you got to put the two together, what is a personal relationship a relationship tip that you would like to share with us tonight to assist and help us to grow when we run into these types of situations?
2: Well, thank you. That That's an awesome question, a tip. First of all, in order to be, productive in a relationship, you have to self-heal, as Tiffany said. You cannot take baggage from what you've been through, which will uh, put a dimmer on the way, or put a Uh, filter on your lens of how you deal with people. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times what happens is when we've been hurt in one relationship, we take the pain and the trauma from that and we take it into another one. So I would say a tip definitely would be to heal from that. Understand what it is that broke you or or what you're doing to break you because it could be self-inflicted but to understand the source of that brokenness and that pain so that when you move into a new relationship you don't bring that baggage because you we what happens is we cause the person that we're dealing with afresh to pay for all of the things that we've been through in the past and so that's my tip heal. You've got to heal whatever your source is, whatever it is that you must do to be whole and complete. And of course, I'm an apostle and I am a a born again believer. So my healing method is to lean and depend on the Most High. You know, that right there is what has allowed me to cast my cares on him and mm-hmm. to not take and continue to hurt people because we've all heard the saying, hurt people, hurt people.
0: Yes. Ooh, thank you so much for that. So that leads me into my next question for you. So we know um, a lot of people, and this is a I'm actually doing my dissertation on this uh church hurt Mm, and so we know that a lot of individuals deal with church hurt and so now we're going to talk about professional relationships and relationships because when people leave that's just like if i was working for miss brooks and the name of her company is watermelons and cucumbers now i'm not gonna say that miss it was miss brooks that hurt me i'm gonna say it was watermelon and cucumbers that hurt me so now we're going to talk about the professional side of relationships that come with the pain and hurt so when we are talking about corporate Self-employment, religion, yes, nonprofit, teachers, softball coaches. Mm-hmm. There's a ri- wide range of professional relationships that sometimes we don't look at as professional <laughs> because we lose respect for the person that holds the title Because we're looking at their personal being Because we've allowed our ear to hear things Instead of respecting them In the professional setting in which they are So, with that being said I'm just going to ask you just to share Just a little snippet of something professionally That has moved your piece when it comes to relationships. Ms. Oh my. Oh, Miss Brooks, we'll start with you. Oh, Miss oh, You want to start with Betty? You want girl? You took me back. i got back. excited. I, I thought Betty was going girl. first.
1: <laughs> oh my oh gosh. My gosh. Well, well, I think that's I think my thing my that's baby echoing. Baby. Is that better? Mhm. Okay, okay, so um being an entrepreneur definitely um has its challenges and um, the people you work with. Um, I come from a nonprofit background as well in um, events. And um, I would say one of the most challenging professional relationships that I have had uh, is with, um, sorry about that. well I won't say who that uh, professional relationship was with but I'll uh, say the instance Um, I had been contracted with a particular female doctor of color um, years ago and um, she was I was referred to her by another constituent of mine so um, I have a saying if you're hiring me and you know what to do, then you need to do it. Do not hire me and then tell me what to do. So um, this particular lady, we had a really good, I felt like it was good synergy in the beginning and I laid out how I worked and how I expected those people who I worked with to abide, but that did not happen. So we had gone to an event that I invited her to and I had asked her politely, you know what? I don't want you in the forefront. I'm going to ease you into these introductions. Um, I just want you to sit back, and listen, because I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable because they don't know who you are no longer no sooner than multiple women started sharing and being vulnerable this lady got up and confessed that she was which was no secret she was a therapist a doctor and um she started turned it into this it was actually a brunch after an event but she turned it into uh, like a healing thing, which is great. But uh, it was almost like an advertisement for her business, like, hey, come and see me. So I was livid. I was disgusted at the fact that, well, I felt like looking through those old lenses, I felt like, you know what, um, did you hire me because I'm qualified or did you, did you hire me so I can get you into certain rooms that you want to be in? So I held my tongue and left that at that. And when we were leaving, I made it perfectly clear to her. I did not appreciate what she did. I felt like she had taken advantage of me. I felt like she had invaded privacy and forcing her opinions on other people. And then I dissolved the contract after that. And I did not speak with her for about seven years until I saw her at a margarita ball. So, what i learned from that was i did overreact for one um for two because i was coming from a place of trauma and mm. uh, being mistreated and misused and what was probably god this woman and me just being brought her in and our connection the connection is just oh i'm i'm gonna do this work and get paid and at the time i wasn't looking at it could have been something grander than that. Maybe right. she was sent to me to be in that room to deliver to those women. But my ego and my old stuff made me think, okay, well you're just trying to take advantage of me and manipulate me. And yeah, and I was proud to say it, you know. And so um dissolving that relationship, I do regret that. Um I don't um feel like she had the right to cross the boundaries that she and I had set. Right out um a conversation but uh that was a professional relationship that i do wish that uh regardless of what her actions and intentions were that i could have done better because i can only imagine how she felt she was probably like is she crazy you know so
0: and you know what i love about that tiffany that you did not bash her you did not say her name and that's growth because when you are hurting you're going to say, "Uh uh-uh, it was Miss Pineapple down on 12th Street (laughs) that lives with the, that was her, Mm -hmm. the green car with the license plate number. You know everything about (laughs) it. And you know everything about them. You know the license plate number to the car and everything. So I just appreciate the fact that you showed us growth. And like you said, you were in a place of hurting, but now you're in a place Mm -hmm. of healing. And that did not bash her you didn't even say her name and Mm -hmm. you just seasonally and maturely did that and i just want to say thank you for showing us that live here uh on the podcast and the broadcast that it can be done that you don't have to bash people that there is a way that you can say things to them and still lift them up in the midst of sharing what they've done the wrong that they may have done to you Mm All right, I'm ready, Miss Betty.
2: Let's go. <laughs> well, yes. uh, my professional platform is the church, and I did endure great um, church hurt, and not in 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 a couple of different ways. But I'm going to speak to a way that will uh, allow me to talk about what I thought was the relationship that was really a relationship that led me to another relationship okay so i i love to say that relationship relationship, okay Mm -hmm. but i was very active in ministry i was helping a church grow i was you know i wore many many hats from the usher, to the praise team, to the uh, the speaker, to the event planner, just everything. I was doing everything, just busy in the church. I had a personal relationship with a single pastor, okay? Single, he's single. And so in our dealings, we had talks of allowing our relationship to go to another level. So in my mind, because of the things that we would talk about and how closely we worked together, I assumed that we were in a relationship. Being in leadership and being so close to him, there were several women in the church that were envious of the closeness that the pastor and I had. But, you know, I deal with that. It's like, okay, I can't allow how you feel or your insecurities to prevent me from doing what I've been called to do. Right. And so, you know, you have to get a little tough skin in the church. And so these women, you know, they had issue with me, but however, I was still in leadership and they still were required to come to me if there was something that they were dealing with. Mm-hmm. This is juicy, y'all. I'm just putting it out <laughs> here. This is a good one. So one night at about midnight, I get a call from the administrator at the church. And she's just crying and she's just, oh, you know, oh my God. I'm like, what's going on? She tells me I've been having a relationship with the pastor. And he's also been saying, Sister Watermelon, we're going to go with that and now he's singing, sister cantaloupe now imagine oh yeah go ahead and lift it up phoenix bring it up bring it up okay uh yeah this is the real in some churches okay so Mm -hmm. you can imagine because i thought i was in a relationship Mm -hmm. i was devastated yes And in that devastation, and I won't give you all of everything that happened after that because I forgot who I was for a short period of time, okay? Mm -hmm. I forgot who I was, but I had to move on from that. But imagine I had invested a couple of years into developing the relationship and building this ministry, So I went on. And after that, I being at that time, I was 40 years old. And it was like, God, you know, I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to do what it is that you've called me to do. What about me? Where is my husband? That's what it was all about. Like, where is mine? You know, I've I've been living right. What else can I do? So then because of the hurt and the rejection and the abandonment and all those things that I felt from that betrayal, the next man that showed up, he was tall, he was dark, and he was handsome. And he spoke so eloquently. And he said everything that my flesh needed to hear. Oh man, I was like, yes. And and then he said those magical words, he said, you're my wife. No, I didn't know this brother very long. <laughs> didn't know him long, but I needed to hear these things. Okay. <laughs> long story short, after about 90 days, situations happened, and it was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and get married because I, you know, I didn't want to be living in sin as a leader and a minister. I'm like, we can't just be doing the the thing. We're going to have to be married because I'm trying to live different, you know? Right. Girl rushed into that thing. That's another tip. Don't do it. Go through the seasons, people. I don't know. That's just my personal. Anyway, (laughs) I married this man on a Saturday. By Monday of the following week, all hell broke loose because I did not know who I married. Mm. And so, running from what I had been through, not healing, not taking the time to know me, to love me and appreciate myself, I ran right into it. As the old saying says, you jump out of the one frying pan into another. Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. like that. I'm sure I butchered it, but you know what I mean. And that's what I did. And so again, going back to that first tip, heal before you go into that next relationship. So that was a very Mm -hmm. deep church hurt. Hey, it was very very deep and it affected me so yeah i'll,
0: I'll stop it right there because it can just wow. <laughs> wow i am sitting here like i, I hope you're writing a book on that because that is mm-hmm. yes you need to write a book on that because what we don't uh what we don't do at times is um be real Mm -hmm. we'll fake what we'll fake the the hurt and Mm -hmm. and we'll just put a band-aid on it and every now and again we'll allow somebody to rip that band-aid off because really what we want to have is a pity party
1: yes yes we
0: want someone to feel sorry for us he did me like this and he was with miss watermelon and miss cantaloupe and he (laughs) did me like this and oh my god not knowing that we had a play and what we allowed to have it because as women we have an intuition oh, yeah. and we have an intuition and the discern and discernment that allows us to know things when the man or whomever this may be with woman our children that we uh, we, we kind of can tell some things is going on. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, spiritual- and we don't want to believe it. We don't want to believe
2: that. it. Mm-hmm.
0: We don't want to believe it. So since we already there, we're going to talk about spiritualism and spiritual relationships. Now, I know you're like, what is she talking about? We just talked about churches and spiritual. What's she talking about? well we all know we have these platonic friends we have these friends that we are in relationship with and we may not have an intimate relationship with them but we have a spiritual sense and a spiritual connection these are those people that you know it can be 12 years later you pick up the phone and y'all talking like it was 12 years ago right 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 Well, those are very valuable friends. But has one of those valuable friends, those spiritual friends, those platonic friends that you've had, did you find out that they were only staying around because they were benefiting something from you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. This whole time you thought that they was here for the long haul, baby. Y'all done been through the pig style together. The roosters done pulled your hair out. The cats done, de- y'all done been through all of this together. And then all of a sudden you find out that because you begin to, what's the word, heal, that that person was benefiting more from your trauma and you being unhealed mm-hmm. then they are the healed being so let's talk about that uh-huh. what, 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 what y'all got to say about those type of relationships you know this person was there with you i mean y'all was busting bottles together windows out all that type of stuff y'all was drinking and so, you know y'all done been popping and twerking and dropping it like it's hot and all that type of stuff them dark secrets and all that And then all of a sudden you begin to heal and no longer is your trauma speaking for you or you are wearing it around, you know, Mm -hmm. now that person has truly showed themselves. So what do you got to say about those type of relationships?
1: They They are, are, there are are a plethora. plethora. I don't know why that echo. There are a plethora of those relationships. I'll say work. Uh, I had a plethora of those relationships until um, recently when I decided to uh, change my life and my mindset and uh, work on diligently healing my traumas. I learned um, a lot about a lot of people, but it just didn't happen. Then when I um, decided to make the move from Texas to Arizona, Uh, When I did move, um, I realized that a lot of people that I had been there for, like, incessantly, just all the time, when I was gone, it was out of sight, out of mind. And uh, that didn't bother me too much because, the hell, people can do and call whoever they want to. But it did make me adjust uh, when I do go back home, who I visit and who I do not.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: But uh, once I started this uh, deep forthright healing journey first of all I found out I don't even like some people Um, I found out that I am not the extrovert that I thought I was and um I found out a lot about myself but I watched as I healed uh a lot of people organically just fell off because I was going in um a different direction um I have a couple of people specifically that uh it was perfectly clear to me after some time. Have you ever been around people and you're having a great time? At least you think you are. And uh, they are acting like your biggest cheerleaders and they love you and they're professing all of these things. And then you catch in the corner of your eye that look that they have.
0: Mm. My father. Oh, yeah. You know,
1: you, you notice more than once you take pictures and they've got that look. Of disdain and disgust and hate for you. I've had um, a couple of people in my life, family members, who um, mm. I noticed that about. And then I realized well, these people did not have a problem with me when I was drinking like a fish and acting a fool and not living up to my truest potential. They loved that, they were very comfortable when i started my healing process come on now come on i think that that intimidated them because as long as i i used to i used to say stuff like this so ignorant i would be like because i you know i'd put on weight and i'd say stuff like uh women uh, they better be glad I got this weight on because as soon as I lose, lose it, it's going to be held to the captain, you know, stuff like that. So I think that uh, sometimes people, when they see, I feel like uh, when I was making a fool of myself and not being the acting as the divine being that I was created to be, there were so many people that just loved it they just loved it. They just ate it up and it made them feel good when they saw that, Oh my God, she's serious about who she is and what she's doing. Everything changed. I stopped getting phone calls. They stopped being nice. Mm -hmm. Um, they stopped wanting to be the cheerleader that they used to be when Mm -hmm. I was a fool. And then some of them, you know, had the mitigated gall to be blatantly disrespectful. You know, you know, and I haven't done anything to you. Just I noticed that my healthy divine presence agitated them. Uh Come
0: on, even doing
1: nothing, just being in my presence agitated them.
0: Woo, that's chill,
1: okay? So, um, I had to. It didn't make me feel good, but it did uh, fuel something in me because that's the type of person I want to be. You know, a lot of people are like, uh, oh, I don't want to be around bad energy. Oh, no, you're disturbing my peace. No, I want my light, my peace and my energy to be so great that all hell can be breaking loose around me. But I will still stand in my peace. I'll still stand in my energy, I'll still stand in my light, and that made me feel super, super good to not be the reactive me, but to be like, Okay, well, we I think we got some here. Oh my gosh, well, well, we're really doing some good when we're disturbing other people's spirits. uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: I just you know, oh, Oh, listen, let me tell you something. I am sitting here like. (sighs) this right here is what we need to hear Mm -hmm. we need to hear that because a lot of people don't understand that i can love you from a distance i can like you i can dislike you and i can love you all at the same time because what we're not going to do like you said i'm not going to allow that old person that old wine to come up Mm. I'm not going to do it because mm-hmm. now I have the newness inside of me. And when you when you make that old me come up, then I got to go back and evaluate myself. This right. really got nothing to do with you. This really got to do with me. So I got to go back and evaluate myself and find out what is it about you that mirrored and t- triggered me that made me want to throw up and regurgitate up an old part of me. All
2: right, Mm. Miss Betty. I'm excited. My goodness. I know just listening to you, Tiffany, that so many points of that could preach because, you know, it it is tough dealing with people that are good with you as long as you're one step Mm -hmm. beneath them. Uh You know, they will sing your praises as long as you have to come to them. But when you begin to elevate, you know, that's when you begin to see who's really in your corner, who really has your best interest at heart, you know, because misery loves company. And when you make a conscious decision to step out of that misery and to be the better you, you know, be who you were called and created to be. Those people, they get uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I too, I had a lot of those people in my life. And it's funny because living, living as a minister, living as one that is set apart to be an ambassador, it gets lonely sometimes because mm-hmm. a lot of times you know, you want to you want to be transparent and you want to be vulnerable, but you have to be concerned with the people that are that are around you. Are you going to use my stuff against me? Yes. You see? And so you have to, you know, you have to really be wise, especially in this season because we're all going to our next level. And it's like if you're around me and you really don't have my best interest at heart, I pray so much that I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to know it's going to show. I don't Mm -hmm. care how beautiful you smile. I don't care how you know, you know, your true colors are going to reveal themselves. And that's what Mm -hmm. I pray for. And so, You know, I don't remember, please forgive me exactly what the question was, but I understand that dealing with people that, you know, everybody, there's a season, there's a season, lifetime, and a reason, people that come into your life. And first of all, we have to accept and understand that when God's purpose has been served in a relationship, it doesn't matter how much you want it. It doesn't matter how you tried to hold on to it. Once the purpose has been fulfilled in that relationship, it is best for you to move on so that there won't be a great falling out. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have to recognize that, okay, me and this person were good together in spurts. I can deal with you a little bit, but to protect my peace, And to protect my growth and where I'm going, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna step away. I'm gonna push back from you because it could be unhealthy for both of us, especially when I've grown and I understand how to deal with you. You Yeah, you got to. You've got to. You know, let's let's give ourselves a a applaud in (laughs) recognizing when the shift has come and recognizing when it's time to move on you know it's okay because we don't all grow at the same time we're not all on the same level and so yes we used to drop it like it was hot together we used to you know do the same things together but when god starts to call me out of that i can't be mad or you can't be mad because i'm changing and you're not you know the timing it's just not the same. And so I'm going to be humble enough to recognize, okay, he's calling me. I got to go a little bit higher, but then have enough grace to, you know, understand where you're at and not judge you where you're at, but I'm not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you're around people that constantly remind you, oh, girl, I used to know you when. Well, Mm -hmm. yes you did, but guess what? You don't know me now. I know
1: that's right.
2: You know? And so the beautiful thing is wherever, whatever level you grow to, God's got somebody special for you on that level. And that's where the focus is today. You know what I mean? Who he's sending today. There's a few people from your past that will remain because they are those lifetimes. Mm Hmm. But there's more seasons and reasons <laughs> than there are lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rather have lifetimes in my wholeness.
0: Wow,
2: I like that. I would rather have lifetimes in my wholeness. wholeness. You wow. Know? Mm-hmm.
0: That is a work. That is a work. Look, I gotta scratch my head on that one. <laughs> wow because yeah. you know we hold on to certain friendships and relationships because we feel that that's the best that we can have right and not understanding that i remember um, facebook first coming out and it used to show a picture of a little girl with a small teddy bear and then behind the back it was a larger teddy bear and that's what we don't understand when it comes to relationships we want to hold on to certain people because we believe that like you said they are with us for a lifetime when actually they were only there for a season Mm -hmm. to serve a purpose for us to learn a lesson come on there it is we don't understand that and we'll say oh i don't have any friends and the people that you believe that are not your friends are actually they 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 are there for you right, right, right you don't know where to place them in your life when spirit gave purposefully spiritually professionally and personally to me three years ago as i was teaching women how to evolve and go through a rebirthing of themselves as they were healing through their trauma I began to put people in those different categories and now my circle is so small like they said if I was to fart I could smell it and everything I guess like, i right here like, it's just right here like my circle is small like I have friends that uh are my childhood friends we call ourselves womb mates w-o-m-b because our moms were pregnant at the same time Mm. and my mom was 14 her mom was 18 I was born on the 14th she was born on the 18th of November and we are 48 we'll be 49 in November and we are still friends
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when Miss Betty said a lifetime in my wholeness she's a lifetime in my wholeness nice there are times that her and I have not gotten along and we have not started- But now because both of us are healing and our journey is in our past or crossing, we are able to talk and share about and share things that I was like girl, I know you remember that. She used to say that when you was a teenager. I was like, "What I did?" She's like, "You were always about making money and hustling and that." I was like, "What?" So that inner child at that time, she gave a recognition to something that my inner child had forgotten all about because she didn't believe that anybody seen her back in the day. <laughs> But this person that was there, this relationship that I had with her, she remembered something. And my inner child felt appreciated at that time. Mm -hmm. Just that little bit of purpose that came from when we was 15 and 16 years old. I didn't even know she remembered half of the conversations. But she did. And right now, in my wholeness, in this lifetime, in this season, she is purposefully pouring imparting into me and i love it i love it so when we talk about purposeful relationships now we're gonna if this about to get hot oh this gonna get ooh, juicy not just juicy but it's gonna get a little tough and tight because this is when we have to understand blood and water mm. Because just just because we were born and we were born into a relationship as cousins and sisters and brothers and aunties and all of those different things, do those relationships hold purpose for us as we're growing through our healing journey? Because we find out that we will meet people that become water to us. And if we read our word, I'll be like, "Muddy, read your word. You got to read your word. If you read your word, the word speaks of the types of people that will come into your life. Now, once the seed is planted, somebody going to come along. They're going to sprinkle it a little bit. You know, somebody gonna come through until it'll, you know, come through, pick the weeds up, pick the weeds out, and then somebody's gonna come through and gonna be there through the whole growth. And then we have to look at those people that are just sitting around like this. Oh look, it needs some water. Oh look, a leaf fell off, a branch fell off, oh look. But as we said before, we'll put these people in one of these categories and believe that their purpose, they still have a purpose in our lives. So where has it been in your journey That you've had a purposeful relationship Well at least you thought it was a purposeful relationship But it just didn't quite turn out to be purposeful Because while you want to talk about your healing They want to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta Or Beverly Hills Where you want to talk about the word and and healing they want to talk about yeah did you read on on Miss Cucumber's post on what she said about (laughs) about her boyfriend Right, right 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 so where has one of those relationships come to a halt since you are growing and having a greater understanding between relationships and relationships.
2: Whoever wants to go first. Well, Let's- let me say this because you um, you also referenced about blood and water. Okay? So sometimes we assume that family, uh, you know, Auntie Cousin Junebug and Nene and, and Big Mamas and You know, all of them, sometimes we feel like, you know, they're family and they should support your growth. They should support Mm -hmm. your vision. They should, but even, and I'm going to reference Mark chapter six and four, when Jesus said a prophet is not without honor, except in his own town, among Mm -hmm. relatives and in his own home. Sometimes people that we, you know, grow up with that family or whatever, they don't see the greatness in you because they only can relate to you used to pee in the bed. Mm. You see? And sometimes in order for you to grow, and to become the person that you were created to be, you have to step outside of your blood, outside of what you're familiar with, and you've gotta get away to a far country, okay? Even if that's two cities over, Mm
0: -hmm. if it's to
2: the suburbs or to the next state or wherever it is, to connect with people that are like-minded people that have vision, and that can see who you are, even when you're doubting yourself. Mm. See, a lot of times our family, they don't want to acknowledge the fact, just like Joseph, I don't know if you guys know the story, well, I'm, I'm almost sure you do, but Joseph and his brothers, Joseph had dreams of being great, And he was so excited about the dreams that when he shared those dreams with his brothers, they became hateful. How dare you see yourself above me? How dare you think that you can live outside of the ghetto?
0: Oh, come on here.
2: How dare you? And so you know the story. They sold him into slavery, right? Well, that's what family does sometimes. They are limited because they don't dream like you dream. They don't imagine like you do. And so you have to understand that sometimes blood could not be so good. You know, and the water. See, water is that substance that we need to survive every day. Right? I'm drinking it right now. We've got to have that water. So when you hook up with the right stream, the right body of water, you're gonna flourish and you're going to become who you were meant to be. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Woo. I know I'm just shaking my head and just scratching like, oh, my father. (laughs) Miss Betty, you put it down to us tonight. You gave it to us. (laughs) Oh, wow. I am just grateful for you allowing God to use you tonight to be a vessel on a podcast that already with the title has a stigma tied to it. And you are coming in here and you are assisting us to open up our eye to see that this is okay to say F to my trauma
2: yes because
0: what I'm realizing in my dissertation as I am because I'm having to uh research churches and trauma directions and traumas and one of the things that we realize when it comes to the churches they really don't understand trauma that's why we get come to the altar pray about it and then they leave but when they leave they leave with the same stuff that they came there with they never got rid of it because this is grief i just divorced the man that i've been married to for 25 years Mm -hmm. my kids is grown my dog just died the bird cusses me out and you telling me just to come to this altar
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, feel I feel you.
0: So what's gonna end up happening now, Miss Zucchini? She ain't coming to church. <laughs> now she at the bar. Yeah, she yeah, drinking. Yeah, she yeah. mad at God. She don't like the First Fruits Church on Twelfth Street no more. She none of that. She mad at everybody. Mm-hmm. Because her trauma is what needed assistance. But yes, the only yes. thing that they were looking at was an outside surface level of her hurt. Mm-hmm. And so now Miss Zucchini telling everybody, don't y'all go down there to First Fruits on 12th Street. That's right. That's right.
2: They don't care nothing about you. That's right. Because there's that one small piece that they're forgetting and rev Galatians chapter 12, where it says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When we get in ministry, we become higher than everybody else as if we have arrived. And we haven't. Girl, we still trying to get there with our big titles. Come on now, with our our big fancy hats. We are still in a place where we can only overcome by the blood of the lamb. And then, don't forget where you came from. You can open up your mouth and really listen here and understand that my husband just left me. My God, girl, I understand. You know what, though? I've been through that Mm
0: -hmm. and I know
2: it's gonna hurt many a night and you're gonna cry many a day, but you can and you will overcome. Because I remember when I was snotting, girl, just, right? If if people would be real, see, because we're not, we haven't arrived. And that's the part that we forget. We forget to embrace one another in truth.
0: That's it embrace it you have said so much tonight i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna watch this and i'm gonna take some <laughs> notes i am telling you right now i will give you credit i am gonna give you credit uh but you will see some of this stuff. The
2: glory sis
0: <laughs> but you are going to see some of this again because there have been so many nuggets that have been dropped tonight all right miss brooks let's hear from you oh i know they are enjoying this so those purpose, those purposeful relationships, what happened? I'm, I'm still really, really, really
1: from Miss Betty's work. <laughs> 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 I've forgotten all about the question. Um, I will say though, with um, man, that was deep. Um, with um, a lot of purposeful, you know what? Go ahead and repeat the question again, so I can respond accurately
0: okay well if you talk if you're still thinking about Miss Betty because it seems like that's where you are we will go ahead and let you say what it is that is in your heart and on your tongue to say because I won't I won't feel right if you don't get to say a rebuttal what it is what Miss Betty said oh no, no 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 it was not a rebuttal her she was
1: extremely accurate And uh, you know, sometimes people can touch on something, and you're like, "Oh my God!" No, I don't have a rebuttal at all. Um, Her words were accurate, and they were profound and deep. Um, I had got lost into listening to her that I forgot what you had even (laughs) said. So that's why I was asking, uh, repeat
0: okay so we were talking about the purpose so I went to church with miss betty i know she took she took me straight to church that's why i said i'm sitting over here like i have got to watch right. it i'm gonna have to watch it all again so we were talking about the purpose for relationships how how miss betty has said before some people are in your life for a season and we want mm-hmm. to keep them around because we believe that they are here for a lifetime and what we, what we find out is when we begin to heal in our purpose and we find out what our purpose is, we find out that these people also begin to, like you said, begin to leave. So mm-hmm. when it comes to those purposeful relationship, what is it that you learned? Or what is it that that a tip that you have for those that may be enduring, uh, you know, that right now, they thought that somebody was gonna be in their life for their purpose and they found out that they're, they're they're not there for that at all.
1: Uh, just, let, let me I hear know, that echo. Uh,
0: that's kind
1: of um, you know, that pendulum swings both ways because um, you can where I come from, and you know you and I have had conversations previously. Um, I was five years old when I knew I wanted something bigger and better. you know, I remember sitting and thinking. This is not where I'm supposed to be. I knew at five that I was dreaming bigger, mm. that I wanted bigger, that I deserved bigger, and that I was out of place and I was not going to get at five. I knew that um, being around in my environment, there was no way that I was going to get that support. There was no way that I was going to get that road map. So once I reached to the point where, fast forward, um, where I felt like, you know, I had achieved what I wanted to achieve, which looking back now it wouldn't mean that much, but um, I had achieved what I wanted to achieve, uh, as Miss Betty said, uh, and it gets lonely. And so when you get to um, a certain caliber, or you reach a certain peak that you're striving for, and you look back, and it's lonely there. You're the only one there, mm. or the other people that are there um, are far away or busy. I wanted, I had a proclivity to want to reach back and bring everybody with me. You know, I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to celebrate myself with people when I should have waited to be celebrated. Mm. I wanted to celebrate myself. So, looking around, yeah, there were people there, but they weren't people that I, you know, loved and that I was related to and that I grew up with. So, I wanted to reach back and bring those people with me. I didn't care who it was, just, you know, what, bring somebody with me. You know, I want you to be a part of this. And every time I did that, the majority of the time it didn't work out because I had already, not knowing at the time, at five, I'd already outgrown them. Mm-hmm. And once I accomplished or did the things that I felt made me successful, I had completely surpassed um not stating that i was better than anyone but just my visions were always bigger my expectations were bigger and so trying to keep people with me and bring people along it could have been anybody i just wanted somebody i didn't want to feel lonely and uh it never it was never fulfilling to me because i didn't have the support um, yeah, I was bringing them along with me, but I, they still didn't understand me. Mm-hmm. I still couldn't talk about my vision because who wants to hear that when you're stagnant or in your own life or you're complacent?
0: That's right. So I
1: had to learn, and I wouldn't even say recently, I had, you know what, I had to practice the will because I already knew it. I didn't want to believe it, but I had to start practicing the will to leave people where they are. Yes. You know, lonely is lonely. I might be lonely, but I'm not alone. But I would rather be lonely than uh, surrounding myself with people that aren't edifying and supportive and aren't relative. Uh I need to be around people that I can relate to when I say relative. Yes. Yes people that i can relate to who can encourage me who can where we can journey together because tell me who you hang around i'll tell you who you are and when you go to talking big things to people that don't understand it's really too it's really easy for someone to dim your light or break your spirit or make you question if what you're trying to do is even reasonable yeah (sighs) wow
0: I am sitting here right now, uh, I'm clutching my pearls. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know people were not expecting to hear what they heard tonight. People were not, they were not ready to hear the realness and the rawness when it talks, when we talk about relationships but not only when we talk about relationships, but the relationships that we talked about, that we were able to become, we were able to be vulnerable about our personal relationships, about our purposeful relationships, about our professional relationships. And we were not afraid to be vulnerable. And that's what I love the most about podcasts, about having this platform, is that it gives people the opportunity to be vulnerable because that's something that we don't see a lot of at times, as Apostle has said before. We always got to be hard and we got to be have this big shell, and you know, and we think we're better than everybody else, Or we get to some, you know, get to so far. So, as we said, uh, as we grew up on, if you was in the country, well, go on in this house, stay in this house, right? But we also know that, uh, doing that it brought a lot of pain, a lot of cancer, Mm -hmm. a lot of hidden trauma, that women now at 60 and 70 years old are just now speaking about things that happened Mm -hmm. in their childhood because now they feel the liberty and the freedom to speak about what Uncle Tomato did because Mm. what Uncle Tomato was doing was not right. But I tried to tell mama and mama told me to be quiet and now I'm at, I'm here at 65 years old and I've never had a successful relationship. I got 12 kids, you know what I mean? But I've never had a successful relationship. Why is that? And so I want to thank each one of you for coming on tonight and being a guest on the F Trauma podcast as we talked about the aspects, the four different aspects of relationships and where you might be in your relationship and how you could come up out your relationship. And it was only four letters. Every time it was four letters, it was healed. If we just heal and began to walk in love, Mm -hmm. those things that kept us stagnated stagnant however we say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. however we however we it say it, we'll she find out stagnant. that we allowed those things to happen because we wanted to have a pity party we wanted somebody to feel sorry for us so the next thing I'm going to ask you two ladies is how can the audience get in contact with you? So if the audience wants to get in contact with you, Miss Tiffany and Miss Betty, how can the audience get in contact with you?
2: I uh, my I have my email is b billingsley. That's b b i l l i n g S-L-E-Y 40 at gmail.com
0: Make sure I got this right. Billingsley B-I-L-L-I-N-G S-L-E-Y 40 at gmail.com
2: It's B. Billingsley
0: Oh, B. Billingsley B. B.
2: Billingsley, yes.
0: This why i need to hire somebody to do this so i don't have to be doing this on my own but it's coming it's it's coming B B B I L L I 40 at gmail.com yes okay we got you up there all right miss tiffany how can they get in contact with you if they want to get in contact with you
1: Okay, okay. There are, there are multiple there are ways. ways. Um, I don't want to sound cliche. They can definitely follow me on um, Instagram at the Tiffany Well, the Tiffany Brooks and, uh, you know, leave a direct message or something like that. But it's the Tiffany Brooks on Instagram, no underscores or anything. And they can um, visit my site, it's she It's S H E. L-I-G-I-O-N dot org and um, they can find more information and a means of contact there. Shelegend.org Shelegend.org S-H-E-L-I-G-I-O-N dot O-R-G Oh okay, girl, yeah. I got all that. that was super- okay.
0: My computer, listen, my computer I don't know what's going on. That's all right. all right. We'll we'll get it up there. I got your IG D Tiffany Brooks. I got that up there. We're gonna get your email up. We'll get your website up there. Okay. But I just wanted to say, ladies, thank you again. I am super excited about what the audience is going to say after they have listened to you two women mm-hmm. coming on and speaking about relationships and relationships so as we are preparing for next month and i'm just going to go ahead and just say this on next month we are going to be talking about domestic violence so as we know domestic violence is something that just doesn't happen in october it happens every day one every nine seconds, a woman is being abused. So you think about, we've been on this podcast, this blog cast for an hour and 24 minutes. So you count up nine seconds, every nine seconds, that's roughly, that's quite a, that's a lot of women that Mm -hmm. have been abused in some type of way. And what we want you to understand is abuse is just not physically. It is emotionally, it's verbally, it's financially, Mm -hmm. it's spiritually, it's mentally. So we want you to know um, that with these types of abuse, there are women that are living in abusive relationships because the man is not physically hitting them. They are believing that they are not in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And so that is some of the things that we're gonna talk about next month when we talk about domestic violence. We're gonna talk about how to identify being being in an abusive relationship. Also, we're going to talk about, I call them assassins. What it means to have an assassin in your life. That means that person has, been, has come into your life to purposefully assassinate you so that spiritually you cannot become the person that you are destined to be. Well, that's mm-hmm. another relationship that we're going to talk about when we talk about domestic violence. So if you know of anyone that has been in any type of relationship, and would like to speak about domestic violence, uh, send them the, the link and I will put that on the, um, on Facebook as well, where they can um, become a guest and be a guest on um, on the podcast. So, ladies, do you have any closing words for the audience? I would just I would like, like to like that. again, <laughs> that dang echo.
1: I'd like to thank you for um, allowing me to be a guest on F trauma. Uh, you know, a lot of my story and having a platform such as this, where you can be authentic and raw and vulnerable has been well needed in my life. And I hope that through your um, podcast that you are reaching as many people as you possibly can or they're hearing uh, all the information that they need. Because sometimes it just takes that one thing. It doesn't have to be someone familiar, uh, someone that someone introduced you to. Just knowing and being able to relate to people who have been there can inspire someone to go deeper and further. So I appreciate you for allowing me to be um, a source and a vessel for that. And I just hope that um, all the listeners stay encouraged. And no, hurt people do hurt people, as Miss Betty said, but you can also heal. And when you heal yourself and you love yourself and you stand on that foundation, it can transform not only you, but everything and everybody around you.
0: Yes. Yes. All right, Miss Betty.
2: (laughs) Yes. I would like to say thank you for the privilege. It has been a privilege to sit here tonight with both of you. Um, I would My closing remarks would be that in your relationships, if you would start with the relationship that matters the most, and that is your relationship with your creator, you will be fit for the relationships that are going to come. I am grateful for you, Phoenix, for being steadfast and doing this podcast, because I know many women are being helped by it. And I want to say thank you to one of my wholeness friends, Ms. Tiffany Brooks. Thank you for always including me and you know, connecting the dots for me. I appreciate you and I am just excited about what's going to come for both of you, including myself, God is good yeah. and thank you. This has been nice.
0: Uh, uh, this just warms my heart. I'm gonna be up like a kid on Christmas, <laughs> like it's Christmas tomorrow. You know, when uh, when you come together with like-minded people and you are purposefully doing the will of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Tiffany said, it only takes one. I was talking to my dad about that. You know, it says that in the word, they rejoiced over the one, even though it was 99. He said, I will rejoice over that one. So if it's one person who got something from this podcast tonight, If it's one individual that heard something that stopped them from committing suicide, if it is one person who heard something tonight that made them say, you know what, this relationship that I'm in is toxic, then we have done our job. So tonight I wanna say thank you to the audience for listening in with us. And like we said before, your life is created and it's framed by those things that you speak. So, and speak positive, not negativity. So, we love you and we will see you later. Thank, Thank you, you. You guys, guys take care. care,
1: care, care.